Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Cavaliers last night up their winning streak to four games now after the win of 116-101 in Washington against the Wizards. And to talk about that, we go out to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline and welcome in Chris Manning of the Locked On Cavs podcast, as well as Fear the Sword, Dime. Look, wherever you need basketball news, whenever it comes to your basketball breakdowns, Chris has got you covered at CWM Rights on Twitter. Chris, how you feeling after that win last time, my man? Tons of fun. Um, I caught the game after I went and saw Denny Villeneuve's Dune. So Ooh. it was like coming out. Yeah, big Dune guy. Uh, came out of it and was like, they had a lot of texts. <laughs> uh, from folks about the game and was like, oh, okay. Um, this Cavs team is like just kind of good. And I think it's, it's last night's another testament to that. Uh, real quick, what were your thoughts on Dune last night? Got it. Got to get your thoughts on that. Know you're a big movie guy. Yeah, big movie guy. Like Dune, um, a visual feast. We'll watch anything <laughs> Danny Villeneuve makes. Okay. Um, need to think about the story a little bit. But uh, big, <laughs> like Dune, like Dune, would like the Jason Momoa. Uh, Duncan Idaho spinoff where he's just like going around like beating dudes up because Momoa rocks. Oh yeah, no, I, I I love that. I love that. Saw that. It saw that. I think a month ago at this point, but a really good movie. Really good movie. But um, I don't know if you saw this quote last night after the game. Then, but Bradley Beal had a, a, a hell of a quote. Again, Cavs at one point were up by more than twenty seven in this game, and Bradley Beal after the game said, "Quote: I think a lot." Our wins earlier in the season were kind of, we know we can't win against like that against good teams. We have these crappy teams who, granted, they have good size and they play to their advantage, but we just can't flip on that light switch. I think that was another situation like that tonight. So, Chris, when it comes to Bradley Beal, who, again, was held to 6 of 17 from the floor last night, what were your thoughts on his comments following the game, especially given just the fashion that the way the Cavs, the Cavaliers dominated in this game. Yeah. I kind of think the Cavs are just kind of good. And like, I think, <laughs> um, like, I think the Cavs just sort of are in a spot where they're, they're not like, I don't know if they're like a top whatever team in the league. I don't think this is like a title contender, but I think this is like an actual, um, good team like I'm not gonna like ascribe like 
I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't want to, like, ascribe, like, too much. Like, I think fans should, like, fan how they want. And, like, if they want to make me like a villain now and boo him and Kuzma when they come, I think that's fun. And I think that's, like, a good, <laughs> like, a good disadvantage. But I think, like, I don't know. I, I think, I, I think the guys, like, do, but I, I don't think he was, like, like so I, you know, I don't know if I want to say they're crappy, but I think when they say, like, they have good size and play with advantage, like, that's true. Like, that's what the Cavs are doing, and that's what makes them, like, at the very least, like, competent. So I don't know. I don't think that's like a crazy, but you know, it's uh, I, you know, I I think the Cavs are doing what that is like factually true to some degree. I don't know if I would call them like crappy, but I think they are. Uh, I, I think they are certainly playing to their advantage with their size and, and being smart about that. Look, as long as we get a Papa John's free pizza out of this, like we did, thanks to Deshaun Stevenson back in. The mid two thousands, I'll be happy. Who are the who are the rappers that are going to be? Like, is it like <laughs> Doughboy and like Wale? Is it like is there someone I don't know in the DC like like? Do we get Kid Cudi? Do we get Kid Cudi? Yeah, I mean he wasn't he was in South Beach the other night. Um, you know he's I'm I'm waiting for like the MGK Megan Fox appearance at, at, at Rocket Mortgage. Like I'm waiting for like just that sh- whatever shenanigans that's going to entail. But Kid Cudi, Kid Cudi, I'm all if Kid Cudi just wants to like hum. And, like, do more. I'm in. I'm all in. I'm all in on, on Cuddy. Well, we'll have to hashtag let him know. Um, but, <laughs> you know, Chris, the one thing that, that I, I've looked at this Cavs team, and I talked about it at the top of the show, but it feels like this Cavaliers team, it's not just that they're built correctly. I, I almost look at the way that these other top contenders have been built, Golden State and, and Phoenix especially as well. But, it feels like the Cavaliers are built in that similar way where they've been built through the draft. They've been, you know, lucky when it comes to being able to acquire Jared Allen for Dante Exum and a late first round draft pick. Um, Do you think that this Cavaliers team is not just built for just built correctly, but also built for long-term success with the way that this team has been built by Kobe Altman? Yeah, I, I think long term is is I think still a little bit of like a question here because I think they have a really tricky roster um, management situation over the next several years. Like I, I think like just with the cap situation with you know the Kevin Love money still being on there, um, you know like like Sexton situation, Garland's now extension eligible after this year. Like you ha- and Ru- like Rubio, who I think they would like to perhaps keep on a shorter term extension um, if he's interested and they can things continue to go well with him. I think you know certainly. I think he like he's a free agent this year. Like you have like sort of some pieces that um, we don't exactly know what I think the, the overall core and roster shape sort of looks like, and, and the finances will be sort of like a tricky thing for for Kobe and that that whole team and their cap guy to manage. But I think like you do have Garland, Mobley, and Allen, and I think like that trio is very locked in as like what this team's identity sort of is going forward. And like I think long term, like there will eventually be like a a talking point discussion and like internally I'm sure we'll have it about like, okay, like is Mobley a five or a four, but like, we're not, that's, I think a little bit of that's, that's a ways off still, I think, but this is a Garland Mobley Allen team. And like, you can build around them and figure out how to do it. Um, it it's gotta be, gotta be done smart, but I think they're in a spot where they can be sustainable if they make the right moves or next couple years. I think they have to, like, there's stuff they're going to have to nail and development and player development will still continue to be key. But they're definitely, I mean, like the, having those three guys is like a really good foundation for them. And, and certainly, I think more advanced than we might have thought even like a year ago. Now, Chris, part of this too, that it, since the Colin Sexton injury, you know, I, I've looked at the starting lineup and the player, the the duo that I really wanted to see coming into the year was that Darius Garland, Isaac Okoro backcourt. I wanted to see how that would play out. 
And now that you have the three bigs down low, do you feel like since Okoro has been put into that starting lineup now with the three bigs, do you almost feel like that on the defensive end, Okoro makes up for what he's lacking when it comes to the scoring side of things? I mean, I, I am the person to ask this specifically because like I, you <laughs> I know, know you too well. I, I am an Okoro believer. Like I just think his defense is outrageous. I think especially like I think I think it is better on guards than it is wings. I think that has sort of proven to be to be true. Like he's more comfortable defending ones and twos than he is twos and threes and fours and that that's a little maybe like that means you probably need to go find another wing, but like you always need more wings in the NBA, so that's not like necessarily like an Okoro thing. Um I, I don't know if it like fully makes up for the offense. I think like that still has to come, but it, it helps that he's at least providing something and you can mismatch different things and you, you can kind of make do. And it helps that Mobley like is taking threes. He's hit like the last several games. He's like somewhere like 35%, which is about league average on threes. That will help Okoro. And like, I think you see little wrinkles of him um, figuring stuff out on the offensive end. Or like, I mean, I think the Miami game, he didn't take a three on that night where they were like over 50% from three. But he had like a he had a pump fake out of the corner into a pull up jumper. He had a really nice um, bucket in transition off of a long rebound where he euro stepped and got to the basket and finished. Like there's little stuff where you see where like I think he is gonna figure it out enough. The, the question will be the shot. But if you watch him during games, um, you can see him like there's been games where like he has had shots like he's taken three threes that all look sort of different. And you could, that's I think a product of the fact that they're really tinkering with the shot right now and trying to figure that out. Um, We'll see where it goes. I think this year is like obviously a really important year for him, but I, I think defensively he provides something needed. It's just about like can the offense get there enough to kind of make the the gambit you're making worth it? Because I think he's such an important cover for Garland, for Sexton, and you know, in theory, and for Rubio. Like I think he's kind of that guy to kind of take on some of those assignments that the Cavs kind of need him to, and 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 make the defense not. I think like the defense not being all about Mobley and Allen is like good for them. And I think if a core can kind of like find a niche on offense and continue to do that, that's that's a big win. Chris Manning of the Locked On Cavs podcast joining me on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Now, Chris, part of this too that I've really been impressed by, especially, and you know, you saw it earlier on in the week, uh, but the the way that Kevin Love has not only bought in but really just dove in at this point and been head over heels with the way that I've been head over heels with the way that he's been playing, you know, so far really stepping up as that leader. What have your thoughts been on Kevin Love and the way that he's stepped up as that veteran presence for this team? Yeah, I think you're seeing him embrace like what he, his role is on this team in a way that I think is really productive. Um, You know, he's playing a career load minutes. Um, this is the fewest shot attempts he's had since his rookie year. Like this is only the second. If this holds, it's only the second year in his career that he's taken under um, ten shots a game. That's never been the case before. And look, his numbers overall are like actually not what you would sort of think. His three point numbers have come up. Like he's up at thirty five percent now, which is close to where he's been historically um, when he's had when a big shooter. But it's like two point shooting is is the second year in a row. It's been pretty low, and it's down more towards where he was and like the like 2015-16 season which like when he just kind of was became more and more of a three-point guy and some of the post-up stuff kind of faded so maybe this is just kind of what he is now overall as far as as more of a, a spacer than anything else I don't think that's unrealistic um I think he, it's just a testament that he kind of knows he has to I think it's a little bit of like Kevin has bought in and a little bit of just like a practical business decision right like if I'm going to be a little cynical about it like he if he hit showed up this year and like 
been grumpy Kevin Love and not tried and, and whatever. Like, it doesn't help him. It doesn't help. But, you know, it, it doesn't help him at the end of the day and him getting to doing what he wants to do, right? Like, it's not a situation for him where, like, if he had just kind of lofted his way through this and kind of not been helpful, like, it wasn't going to help him, like, get traded, you know. I don't, you know, I he, I think it's been kind of clear by now that, like, if he, like, the money part of it, it's like he just wants to get paid. Like, if he, if he ever wants to get traded or at least just, like, have a chance to, to that be an option, like, he kind of had to come in and play one. I think he's been good and I think he's kind of embraced some of the stuff you would have hoped he would embrace like two years ago you know better late than never but I think Kevin you know with I think JB's got to be a part of it because they have a long-standing relationship I, I don't I doubt the Rubio thing has hurt in any way um I think it's just he, he's got a you know better connection I think with Garland than he does some of the other young guys and I, that probably hasn't helped um and look I, I think the team winning helps I just think the team like navigate like navigating some of the really the really hard early season schedule navigating like some of the really hard schedules had to date. Like they've had one of the hardest schedules in the league to date. The fact that they've they're they are where they are now and having done that and this week having beat Dallas, um, beat the Heat and beat the Wizards in a week that I don't you know, you could have like looked on paper and I think I did and said, Okay, maybe they're gonna go like one and two this week and they just went three and oh. Like this is a team that is like winning games and sometimes like winning just makes some of this more palatable. Sometimes winning just like makes situations that you don't necessarily love, I think more tenable for you to be in. Um, and I, I think all that kind of comes together to make this Kevin Love thing just a little more less like dramatic, let's say, than we might have expected based on how the last couple of years have gone. <laughs> and Chris, the other part of this too is that, you know, looking at the way that the offense and the way that the team has been handled, it's been led by Darius Garland throughout this year. And, you know, last night almost had a triple-double, you know, 32 points, 10 assists, eight boards, phenomenal game from Darius Garland. And it really seems like he's taking that that leap, that breakout season this year. I think with Garland, the shot making is just like kind of outrageous. Like his his tilt towards pull up three point shooting and um, kind of off the ball stuff, an on ball stuff versus like more kind of an even split has really shown how much the Cavs have turned over the offense to him to some degree. Um, this is a guy that. I think just has the full grasp of an offense. I think he can get to the spots he wants. I think his court vision in terms of like knowing how things are going to develop and kind of bookmarking things like where he gets first. You can kind of, if you watch him, you can sometimes see him tilt his head towards like the the, the off ball shooter to just kind of be like okay, like if Lowry Markin's over here and we're going to run this action on the other side, I can come back to Lowry and get him the ball if I need to. Like I, he sort of is bookmarking the thing as he goes, and that's a sign of a guy that is reading defenses that is understanding how the game is played, that is understanding what defense are throwing at him. I, I just, I, this is like the Garland that I think everyone, I think the Cavs hope they were getting um, when you talk to like his high school coach and stuff, like this is the guy that they were like, this is a guy that can be a shot maker. He can do all this different stuff and just be a really, really elite guy. Um, I Like this is the Garland that like when the Cavs, when you talk to Cavs people and you were, you know, like when I talked to him at, at summer league, like this is the kind of season, like he kind of was hoping for himself. He's, having a breakout year. This is the leap year for Garland. And like, I, I think he's pretty clearly solidified himself as like one of the guys with the team going forward. Um, and he's, he's so creative. I think he's so creative. He's got a really great feel. He plays at a great tempo. Like it obviously took a little bit in the last couple of years. have obviously been weird. Cause he, you know, his rookie year was weird after he had kind of like, didn't basically play basketball for a year and um, then COVID and everything. But like, this is the Garland that I think everyone sort of was hoping they were going to get when they picked him. And he's, He's on his way to being a star, man. He's, he's really, really, really good. And the hype that was put upon him and 
and the, some of the chatter about him before the season about what he could be, I think it's all been warranted. And like last night is like an example of that. Um, like 32 and eight, and that, and just playing the way he did. Like even on nights where he's not playing well, like the Miami game, I didn't think he played well, but like he's still very central to what this team is doing. Um, and and not that anyone like needs me, Zach Lowe needs me to like put him over or plug him, but like Zach wrote about this better than I can eloquate it at ESPN <laughs> this week. So you should like go read that. And you'll, you'll be smarter for and kind of diving into why um, Darius Garland is, in fact, very, very good. Chris Manning of the Locked On Cavs podcast. You guys can follow him on Twitter at CWMWrites for all of his basketball takes and, of course, for his Dune takes as well. Uh, so, Chris, thank you so much for hopping out with me today. Appreciate the time. Hey, Matt, looking forward to having a Locked On Cavs where we can talk about licorice pizza in detail. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm, I'm all about it. I'm, I'm all about the discussion, not the pizza. So I'm look just about pizza. I'm about well. No, this is the new PTA. This is the new PTA. It's going to be a good time. Oh boy. Oh boy. You're looking forward to it. Thanks again, Chris. Appreciate the time, my man. Talk to you soon. That is Chris Manning of the Locked On Cavs podcast. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.